All right, and welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Hockey Talk. <laughs> we were just having yeah. Hockey Talk before uh, before the show started. Your balls are tugged. If you guys are new to the show, this is our weekly paintball podcast. My name is Todd Ansich. Thank you for joining me. I also have uh, Gavin Charmer from Terratech Industries. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. I'm here, you jerk, Todd. I wasn't prepared, but I'm so gl- grateful that you've joined us this evening, folks. Uh, you guys are prepared. You've logged on time. You're ready to go. Uh, so do me a favor. Hit that like, share, and hit a tag of friend or three in the chat uh, so they know that we're live and ready to go. Thank you, folks. And uh, Josh Subizabrikis is Gavin with us, Gavin might not have been ready, but that mustache was. <laughs> it's spectacular, but I'm waiting it for it. Uh, what? Is it Friday? Yeah, Friday. Uh, we get, we Technically, get of, you have to wait a couple days into December. No. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, according to your donations page, it's a weekend, so I don't know. Then we have Joe Kimson from Flaggers Paintball. And greetings and thanks for tuning in to uh, Beautiful Behind the Bunker. Speaking I, of stash, look I at that I, too, have boy. a stash. Yeah. I'm here supporting my friend Gavin, um, who's got a Movember campaign. So, you know, if you want to get out and support a Mobro, do so. A little bit about a PSA, about your PSA, so get yourself checked. Um, but anyway, you're here for paintball, food talk, and Movember stuff. And whatever maybe some, else. Whatever <laughs> else we throw into the mix. And don't forget, it's Garbage Night in Canada. And can I just give Joe a compliment for something for a second? As everybody was getting introduced, Joe heard his name, quietly waited until the camera came on him, and then professionally spoke. <laughs> it's almost like he's done this for 10 years. It's Are you shaming us because Joe actually <laughs> pays attention? <laughs> Maybe. But I also have to give kudos to Matt for being back. Last week was an atrocious disaster. We really miss him when he's gone. We I'm, do. He, he may not say a just, ton, I but... I didn't think we were going to tell him I was in the room. <laughs> His sultriness. Yeah. He's just glaring at the monitor right now. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Now he's yawning. <laughs> he's like a lab when you talk to a lab and they, <laughs> they, they, <laughs> they yawn and they don't look at you when, they're, when you're talking to them. Matt just gives you the side eye. Side Matt, eye. Matt's like a lab. He's super excited when you walk in the room, and, and when you realize he doesn't have treats, he just sits back down. <laughs> uh, Steve Abar in the live chat says that must our de mustache is on point. Oh. Explain why you guys are having uh, said mustaches. I think we've uh, we've already described this for the last few weeks. I know, but it's still worth it. There we go. It well, is November, ladies and gentlemen. It is a time when the world gets together uh, for those who are able to grow a mustache in support of men's health initiatives. So it started off in Australia, and it's gone global. Um, and over the course of the month, people can either move, grow a mustache, uh, or just engage in conversation about men's health initiatives. So uh, I've been raising money for a few years, uh, and I see that my friend Joe is standing back in solidarity with me, growing a mustache for the first time. In many many years, right? I wore I wore one last year. Was it last year as well? Okay, that was the first time I re re reintroduced the mustache. You remember that, Gavin? He went and bought himself a van. <laughs> he did with yeah. a little moon window on the uh, back you of it. Guys are killing me. <laughs> and I know our good friend Jeff Thompson, who uh, is frequently in the chat. He is also a Mobro this year with his. Uh, he he put together a team and he's uh, doing some fundraising as well. Nice, so. good for you guys. Ta- tag him, Mobro. Uh, if they're gonna campaign going on, tag him, Mobro in the chat. Don't they have a, a paintball podcast too, the Mo Bros? Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, ladies and gentlemen. So tonight's topic is what event could be added to World Cup to increase attendance? Uh, we put that out there because we were talking about how um, the previous podcast, how big World Cup was and uh, kind of want to see how we can get that into a massive, not that it's not, not already the biggest, but even bigger still. So we'll get to that uh, in a little bit as well. Um, 
Don't forget, uh, coming up, normally this time of year, we're telling you guys about Paintball Extravaganza, but we are no longer calling it the Extravaganza, we're calling it the Summit. Um, so if you guys are part of the industry and want to learn and hear from other people in the industry, make sure you guys uh, set your web pages to Major League Paintball. All the information as it comes will be released there. It's not up yet, but you'll be able to watch it soon. Do they have like an Instagram or a Facebook page for it, you know? Uh, just a website as far as I know, but I, I but that's all that I know. And <laughs> I can't say what's say. <laughs> on that web page because I've already gotten in trouble. Um, and then, yeah, so there will also be a uh, players party coming up uh, during this and, and Summit Awards. Uh, that's happening at the first event for um, NXL in Las Vegas. So stay tuned for all of that. Uh, not sure if this is a chirp or if this is... Um, um, uh, a show off or a brag, but Bond Chick sent me a couple of pictures before the uh, the show started, and uh, here's one of them. Oh, finally! Yes. <laughs> so she sent proof of life of of the hoodie that she has, the only tiger stripe hoodie that's out in the wild, and of course she has a hobby horse. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Attached with it. Is she in the hobby horse American hobby horse team? I think that's why she's pretty upset with us right now. Uh, so hopefully she's doing well representing her country in uh, <laughs> in that. Um, nice. If she wins a gold, I would like that signed and sent to the studio. <laughs> what the gold medal? Or the horse? Nah, maybe just a picture of the, the gold horse. medal. The tiger shepherd hoodie would be worth more than that gold medal, though. <laughs> no, dis- no disrespect to your sport bond check. Obviously. Uh, Dan and Hardy give a give, give him a quick shout out. Uh, he sent four hundred stars, and Steve Abar sent five, uh, 50. fifty. Hooray! Some wow, starry, awesome guys! It's a starry night. Do Money you know bags. that um, I got another payout last month from Meta? I had a had an actual payment from Meta because of the stars you guys have been doing to to donate to the show. And I'm not going to lie and say it's like a steak dinner's worth. It's certainly not. Maybe a Mc, maybe a McDouble. I can maybe get, but it does help, and it's going to go towards uh, our equipment. So thank you to all what's, you guys who are doing that. What's a McDouble? I don't know. Isn't it, it like it's a double patty cheeseburger? Oh, off the value menu. Yeah, that's right. I was going to say. I, Look I, at, no, sorry. I don't. I, I have to interrupt. Steve <laughs> <laughs> not like you, Josh. So if I go to McDonald's, I, like I'm typically ordering a coffee, and I was like, should I call it like a? Could I have a medium McDouble double now? Like, is that what I'm supposed to say or? No, I yeah, I don't know. I don't look past the value menu. <laughs> that's right. No. But that's for rich folks. <laughs> if you guys are ordering off the regular menu at McDonald's, then good for you. you yeah. You've done something well in Todd, life. I'm strictly right side. <laughs> Todd, Todd waits for the menu to flip on the fourth time. That's it. Yeah. I'm that guy when I pull up, I'm like, no, I have to wait for the value menu to show up again. Oh, well. Anyways, moving on to some paintball. Ladies and gentlemen, I posted this last week. This is uh, the one-of-one limited edition retro uh, behind the bunker axe. It is still up for sale. I a couple of you guys were complaining that uh, the shipping prices to the states was astronomical, and as it was, I tried to revise it. I tried to clean it up, but it's just unfortunately the cost of shipping. Uh, so what I did was I actually lowered the price. So if you guys are interested, the price now that I lowered it equates to most of the shipping. So. There you go. Is it expensive to ship stuff across the border now because it caught on fire last week? <laughs> yeah. Steve Abar sent 202 more. Nice. Archie Emmons says six six-piece nuggets. I thought they only came in three. <laughs> Archie that's Emmons with the big bucks. That's when you split it with the family. <laughs> that's the family pack. Yeah, yeah. Hey, we took our kids there once for breakfast on the way. I forget where we're going, but we're like, yeah, let's do a treat. 
And I think we got them the Happy Meal breakfast. You got like three pancakes, a hash brown, a yogurt, and I think it was like five dollars. It's good. Wow. I was like, I should have ordered that. I will say, I I'm not really a breakfast guy, and I do like pancakes, but those hotcakes that they serve at McDonald's are something else. They're fantastic. Yeah, it's like gritty sugar pancakes, but they're delicious. It's the no. cocaine they gently sprinkle the across cake. the top. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What are you going to say? You'd like the hash browns? No, I was going to say uh, hotcakes. That was your nickname in college. Wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, oh, that's gross. <laughs> nice to see uh, Jennifer Montressor watching. And Steve Abar with 202 stars. Look at that. What is going on? I don't know, but it's a starry, starry night here, ladies and gentlemen. It's a clear sky. Well, right, Van Gogh, calm down. We have lots to get to on the show tonight. We have uh, a From the Vault segment from Joe. We have an Antiques Road show uh, as well tonight. And we have um, tonight's topic. So why don't we get right into tonight's From the Vault segment? Joe from Flaggers Paintball here with a pandemic edition of The Vault. I'm here with the 62 caliber eight shot repeater. This was used by the Great Canadian Adventure Game and the Adventure Games of America in the late 80s. It's a 62 caliber semi-automatic beast. It's powered by one 12 gram CO2 powerlet and it holds eight shots inside the small internal spring-fed mag. So long before we had mag-fed paintball, this eight-shot semi-automatic repeater was used and it had internal mag-fed. The mechanism is, is ramped, so it takes a ball from the lower magazine and feeds it to the top barrel. So this is the eight-shot semi-automatic 62 caliber paintball shooter. Hey guys, Todd Anson from Behind the Bunker. This is our weekly segment called Antique Paintball Roadshow. Check it out. All right, Kenny, so what do we have this week here? I'm holding something that shakes and rattles, or maybe I shouldn't. It's 12 gram CO2 cartridges from the 1960 era that went to feed the forestry department's markers. And then you've got some OG paint. Yep, this is original paint from 1964-ish. And uh, it's oil-based, and it breaks turquoise, and uh, it, it never wipes off. It's still wet. <laughs> All right. So thank you, guys. Hope you like this week's uh, episodes of uh, Antiques Roadshow and behind, uh, from the vault. And hopefully the sound was better uh, last weekend even though matt wasn't here he screwed up the sound so the the, the videos were stupid yeah it was very I, low i don't know if it was better but matt it was gooder <laughs> uh by the way nice to see santos I was gonna comment on that. al halper in the uh, live chat what? we haven't seen him in a while santos really? m lopez. lopez yeah hopefully he's doing okay and uh i think um who is it here i think brian foster gets a a thank you, Ding. Diva Bar oh, just sent 500. You missed it. You were too slow. Okay, so I'm going to take this away from <laughs> <laughs> that. Uh, look at you guys having a star. Oh, we're having Star Wars tonight. Ooh. <laughs> oh, you know what we need now? We need one of those awkward thermometers that we color in with a red marker. Oh, yeah. Can we play Sally Struthers? Oh, no, Sally Struthers. George, uh, what's George your face? Kay music? has a question about the vault. When you, Sir I McLaughlin? Just thank you. Before I forget. Uh, John Jones says good morning. Uh, feed, feed the poor guys at the show. Brian Foster commented, <laughs> "Dick." <laughs> we still love you, John. Brian. Oh my gosh! I see. Order it. up. Dan and Hardy, a thousand stars. A thousand stars. What? Nice. 
I'm seeing We're all getting combos. <laughs> Big star money. Holy smokes. Well, someone in the live chat, I, it went by too fast. He says in Australia, they have, I think it was Steve Abar said they have 40 chicken nugget packs. I don't know if we're quite there yet. There, there's open on the other side, too. Any, any more stars, Todd? You might have gas money to actually drive there. <laughs> Dan and Hardy <laughs> sent us to take your bike. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Oh, George Hay wanted to know if that pistol came in, in 68 cal. No, the semi-automatic pistol only came in uh, 62 caliber. But in Canada, it was used by the Great Canadian Adventure Game. And in the U.S., it was used by the Adventure Game of America. Um, so there, it was a franchise that was started just after the survival game. So it's sort of competition for the survival game that was using the Nelspot 007. And then you had a few companies also using the original PGP that didn't have the pump. It was, you cocked it with the, the bolt back. from the back. Um, you did that. So those are sort of your three well, your three guns that came out. If paint keeps trending the way it is, we might be able to start using it again. You can still get, you, you can, can get, get 62. You can get 6.8 caliber and a 6.2 now. You can get 62. Yes. Hey, um, just a quick shout out to hey. Ryan Harris. There we go. Yep. He says, uh, what's behind the bunker about first time to the podcast? Thanks to Bonchick for sharing. Maybe Ryan's one of the hobby horse friends. I, I'm not sure. But however you found us, Ryan, thank you. This is a weekly paintball podcast. I'm not going to lie to you. Sometimes we get off topic we will get back on topic of paintball shortly but uh yeah thank you for tuning in you kind of got welcome us welcome at, wrong, at the wrong and time thank you Bonchick, for sharing that's exactly yeah. what we asked yeah. for uh tag a friend or three in yeah. the chat or share uh so we can expose some new people to the nonsense that you uh, subscribe to every monday night yeah and don't worry if we haven't offended you yet we'll get there yeah. and be careful exposing to some new people uh yeah. consent is the word i know there's a lot of that on the internet but just Go slow. I um, also want to give Joe a shout out. I just noticed his hat. Classic Eclipse. This yeah. is like yeah, an original. This is an original. We got this, I think, either at the IAO or like one of the World Cups. This is like yeah. a little cotton beanie, and it's nicely embroidered, and it matches my retro super Eclipse. retro yeah. hoodie. So it's, I, I will say, Planet Eclipse. Like I love their casual wear. Uh, at World Cup this year, Die did have some new casual wear. Uh, Infamous had some casual wear. Um, Planet Eclipse had a lot of like hoodies, t-shirts, stuff like that. So it's nice to see like people coming up with more wearable items now. So, um, all right. Well, why don't we get into Steve? Steve Abar says I like to be offended. That's why I tune in. If anyone doesn't know Steve. He claims he's he's actually from Australia, but he, he claims that he's on the West Coast in Washington or Oregon or somewhere. But we all know he's in Australia. <laughs> he's in Seattle, Australia, right? Seattle, Australia, which is also in Japan. But he's friends. He's he does something with Puget Sound War Games as well. So it's he's it's, it's a Matthew Broderick alter ego from you want to play a game? That's War. Oh, games, War right? Games, good for you. Yeah, thank you. Hmm. And uh, Marcello Paintball Gun Tech Costa is in the live chat. He likes to say that he's uh, from overseas, but he's actually from Portland, Oregon, I believe. Isn't that right? Yeah, pretty <laughs> sure. Pretty yeah. sure. By way of Brazil. <laughs> yeah, on the Brazil side of Portland. All right. <laughs> so why don't we get into tonight's topic? Because uh, I would like to. So I no, do we haven't want, done that in a while. Well, we do have a prize to give away. Remember, we have oh. the Finley hats, F-I-N-D-L-A-Y hat, uh, that uh, is a prize that... Well, Gavin turned down last week after winning, and so we're going to try giving it away again. Won't do that again. 
He's so gracious in his bragging. Yes. So here I'll we go. I'll let you peasants have another try next week. We're going to let you guys uh, answer this as well. You guys can watch in the live, uh, put, up, put up your comments in the live uh, YouTube chat or the uh, Facebook comments. But we want to know what event could be added to World Cup to increase attendance. Now, I'll preface this by saying that the last couple of weeks, we've all talked about how how big World Cup is. We had almost 700 teams. It was a Maybe it was a record-setting year. I'm not sure, but it certainly should have been with that many teams. Uh, record amount of vendors, like all that sort of stuff. How could we make that event even bigger? Um, you know, could we, you know... Could we, could we get add our two points first before we read everyone else's? Yeah, absolutely. And the other thing is, let's let's preface the question let's take it away and not talk about the size of the property they're on let's talk about hypothetical situations because maybe if this were to happen it would be on a new piece of property that would allow us to do more things whatever your ideas are um so let's let's kind of take that let let this is this is a hypothetical situation okay want me to go yeah okay so i i i think if you could if you looked at the air photo that was displayed of World Cup this year, like the parking lot was massive. It has almost filled the entire property they're on. I know there's a little more land by the Gaylord Palms, but imagine if there was somehow you could find a piece of property in Orlando, and I'm sure Orlando or Kissimmee or whatever would Kissimmee would, Kissimmee would help would help um, NXL look for a location. But imagine if you pulled in parking was off to one side of the center you walk down a, a, a an entrance way one side takes you to the speedball or one side takes you right right to like the trade show then you have like this the x-ball speedball mounds fields and then you, over on the other side you sort of have a scenario field imagine if you had a big game a world cup big game running simultaneously as the world cup speed traditional speedball events imagine your vendors there's a lot of people that won't go to world cup because they don't like speedball etc etc but imagine you know you'd have families coming down for the for a vacation and you'd have guys playing rec ball guys watching speedball sort of a bit of crossover plus your trade show would would grow because it would attract different vendors you'd have you know vendors selling tactical vests and vendors selling boots and microfiber cloths and camo and gear like that and you might be able to have a swap i i think it would it would be a pretty neat event thanks kevin i was gonna ding him on the swap yeah i was like uh, uh, yeah. Um, it is florida yeah archie emmons thinks if uh nxl had a live behind the bucket broadcast down there that would uh, bring in some more players as well <laughs> i um actually tom's like offered us? us to do some stuff down there it's just it's been very difficult um I guess with what I posted in the comments goes along with what Joe says. I guess I kind of envisioned, okay, the NXL is fantastic on its own. Yes, you could say, hey, let's, you know, a lot of you guys put constructive criticism in there. Like, let's have, you know, English speaking refs or whatever the whatever the comments are. And, that, and that's all well and good. What I'm looking for is something else that could add to that that's not necessarily NXL. And, and I guess I, I was thinking Super Game as a franchise because... They have super game events all over uh, the states, and it'd be neat if they could culminate at World Cup 
And I know oh, they like score a super it different. Game championship. Yeah. And I know they score it differently. But let's say blue won three out of the two, might give an opportunity for red to win or tie it up, or however that is, or you know the winning generals or the winning teams. And I know it's scored differently, and and that's different. But it would be neat, as Joe said. You co- you walked into a main thoroughfare that's all the vendors. You go to the left and you start playing speedball. You go to the right and maybe that's where you enter to get onto the scenario field. And you know, I I don't know. I think it would be really cool. I think it'd be a neat thing. The you know the NXL already has a phenomenal air system, so air would be a non-issue. You know. Um, Yes, parking would not be, but think of the vendors as well. Like you'd have even more vendors because they'd want to be a part of of something like that. Um, so let's say, okay, so seven hundred teams. Let's say I know that's more than enough, more than what they had, and let's say there's only ten players, no pit, no anything. So that's an even number. So that's what seven thousand players. Yes. So let's say that's seven thousand people. You bring in another super games worth of people, even another two thousand people. That's almost. 10,000 worth of people. That's a, like, if you were a vendor, you'd be chomping at the bit to get a, a vendor spot there. Yep. Even if you just sold, you know, <laughs> so, you know, a trinket, it'd still be worth going. Yeah. But, uh, I, I don't know. Music, Mike Thompson says a musical festival. Um, yep. That's not a bad idea. That's not a bad idea either. Um, but you could also have, like, you could have a sniper competition. You could have, like, a, Oh, George Hayes says, what about having tech classes added to, to open to the public? That's a pretty good idea as well. I like that. Um, they do have like, so for those that may not have gone to World Cup, think of, you know, think of having these things that they have there at your local big game. You know, Planet Eclipse, for example, Marcello, he sets up at World Cup and, and most of the NXL events so that if you have a problem with your Planet Eclipse marker, maybe it's, you know, you need an O-ring or something, they've got techs on hand to help sort you out can you imagine going to your local big game and there being planned eclipse and anyone else there that you have you know maybe back in the day a tipman dealer that sort of thing to help you through all those issues be pretty awesome awesome. yeah 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 i like the idea of tech classes good i good good idea george yeah george are you uh are, are you new to the show hopefully you're enjoying all right. Fold Gap had uh, some engraving and 3D printed things for sale. Probably made uh, made the most, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, there's lots of... I mean... so Okay, <laughs> so Sarge Morin that did Todd's marker that he's edition. got for sale. Yeah. Yeah. Was, he used to set up at big events and do gun tattoos. Mm. So you, he would bring his 3D printer to have a generator or something you could put there. And then you slide your marker in. And for a don't... I, I believe it was when his... Um, his wife who passed away was battling through cancer. They were doing fundraisers for cancer. I think it was yep. a donation to the whatever cancer society or something. You could get your name tattooed on your mark or something like that. Like that was pretty cool. And he yep. did quite a few of them per event. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, I mean, it wasn't a bad idea. Like no, was, yeah. but think of all those, you know, think of all the people that have, odds and sods for sale for the scenario side of it like i'm looking across the table and gavin's got the ginger dynamics you know neoprene uh hopper covers and stuff like that you may not see that at world cup because that would be a legal thing for them to play with but at a scenario event i mean it's pretty cool uh, yeah it'd be great um john jones says the u.s amateur open used to have a play free field we could just turn up and play you just brought your own paint yeah yeah that would be a hard thing to do if we 
We won't get into the logistics, but if you have NXL where people are buying paint off the trailer and they've got sponsorship paint, all that sort of stuff, but then you go on the scenario side and you're paying by the case because your entry fees are the opposite. They're the cheaper side, right? With NXL, your entry fees are the expensive side and your paint fees are the cheap side. But you, but if you're going to... It'd be a neat experience for some of these recreational players that don't get to go to like large, large events where they can walk up with a paint coupon buy their paint off the trailer they can yeah. fresh paint Here, fresh here's paint. a question yeah. what okay so you guys are listening at home would you let's say your local field or your local promoter instead of charging 30 or 40 dollars for an entry let's say they charged 80 bucks for an entry would you pay that knowing that the paint you get is 30 bucks a case or whatever it happens to be i'm just spitballing numbers here but then you wouldn't be concerned with how many cases you shot or you get how many more, bags you kind of get more play out of the potentially same amount of dollars yeah essentially right? it's kind of forcing you to get two cases of paint you'd end up spending the same amount at the end of the day but you'd feel better about it yeah <laughs> yeah um i always thought now barring logistics of of the whole thing but taking a field like uh where toronto fc plays and having your event there or like skydome yeah so if you had just the field now i say barring logistics because you don't have as much space as you do here for fields you've got your parking completely covered you've got washrooms completely covered you can play at night you can play at night so you yeah. can play longer to the day you can play and who knows like during the week you may be able to get a five-day event and get everything cycled through four fields that you could fit on the field. But then you've got tons of seating. You've got tons of washrooms. You've got tons of potential food vendors. And then, I don't know if you guys have ever been to a Jays game or a Toronto Maple Leafs game or whatever. Like, yes. The amount of room that's in the hallways is huge. Like, Eclipse could set up five or six quick shades all the way down one row, and you could have tons of vendor area all the way around, text, yep. everything like that. Yep. And then most of these places are set up with change rooms, locker rooms, showers, yeah, all that kind of stuff. So you've got all that sort of hidden off to the side. So even your pits could potentially be behind the scenes. So yeah. you know, between points you're out in the pit, you're in an air conditioned area, you've got a little bit of cool down, you yeah. reload, you re air up, and then you're back out on the field. Yeah. Hey Sidewinder PB in the live chat says add a Magfed tournament to World Cup. I think that'd be awesome. But here, here's the other thing I'm just thinking. So OXCC has hosted, and OXCC was a, is still a paintball field, but they're in, they're in Chesapeake. And they hosted an NXL event. They had several fields, and granted it wasn't World Cup, but I wonder if the infrastructure was too much for OXCC to host yet something else on top of that. Parking is always an issue. I mean, yeah. let's yeah. face it, a 10,000 people driving now not everybody's going to have a car but like that's an awful lot of it's that's like lot. disney disney level parking right there right? It's, it's almost worth having like a separate players parking lot and a couple of buses to bring teams and gear bags in and out that way they're not in the parking lot plus yeah. you know if you're playing all your stuff could be in a locked up parking lot five ten minutes off location yeah man it would have to be hosted somewhere out like Florida already, like, when when World Cup hits and there's 7,000 people, those people disperse pretty well between all the rental properties for Disney and Universal and just the retirement groups out down there. Like, there's enough accommodations. So 
for them to host it in Florida would make sense because, and it's reasonable. You right. Know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Florida um, is a cheap, cheaper place to visit than some states. In Hads on Instagram said at a pump event. Um, uh, and then shoot you soon. Uh, David uh, Reaper Justice said uh, gel blasters play area for families. Yep. Now yep. they did actually have that set up there. I'm not sure if he was aware of that, but that that is that is cool. Um, uh, Eric John Morin says real X ball, 15 minute halves and 15 balls yeah. per second. Um, Santos said the answer is invite Taylor Swift. But seriously, if you add something, it might dilute. It might dilute there from being a paintball event, and most things add more followers than paintball. But if you look at Vegas, half the people that go to Vegas go to the sh- just for the shows. Right. The yeah. other people go half for the, the drinking and the gambling, right? Yeah. Um, Shelly Farmer, now granted she's from the UK, so we'll have to, I'm not sure what she says here, but she says, have car boot sale. Trunk sale. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like swap so, type. Like when I first swap. read that, I thought it was like the car boots that people put on their cars that parked <laughs> in illegal <laughs> spots. But yeah, like a big swap meet would be cool. All right. Oh, like uh, Simon Caron says, uh, include a divisional mix-up event where D5 guys can play with pros and so on. Makes it fun. Everyone gets a point or two uh, and get to play with their heroes. That's true. Uh, okay. I'm going to, I'm only going to piss on that comment because, and I don't, I don't mean to, but so when, when, when you talk to a professional paintball player at World Cup, that is the event of the year. Even to get their ear or to get them away from their team is pretty difficult. The only time you're going to get any of them, unfortunately, is s- late Saturday or Sunday if they didn't make the Sunday club. Um, we had a lot of... Uh, we, we, we were hoping to get a lot of our friends uh, down there to help broadcast, and they all wanted to, but on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, they were a no-go because they were with their team, traveling with their team, talking with their team. They would not leave that because it was such a serious thing for them. So you might have a hard time with that, and then you're not going to get like the top what is it, eight teams or four teams rather from the pro division because they're going to be busy playing. But I, I think it's a good idea. Um, Alchemist1289 says, what about a food truck festival? Mm. Santos said that as yeah. well in his next line. John Jones said he can translate into English as well. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a question for John Jones. Um, here, if you own a Tesla, um, obviously because there's no engine in the front, uh, they call it a front. Frunk. Yeah, like a front trunk. Do you call it a foot? <laughs> this is like a front boot? I don't know. That's a good question. We'll have to ask John Jones. Yeah. Um, Chris Fosnack said, connected to a big scenario, make it World Cup for both speedballers and scenario game players covers both major sides of the game. Yeah. I uh, think that seems to be the common thread here. I, well, ben, I really enjoy that. Ben Coleman said, Chris, the NPPL and Living Legends did that for a couple events. It was definitely cool. Yeah. Uh, GP says Tom Cole, a real size bat hyperball field for 10 man mech with no weak yellow fill. So I know you remember those World Cup hyperball fields in 2000, 2001. <laughs> also, the uh, mounds need a revamp, and uh, he added a note he might be slightly biased. So Roger Weaver, Team Tag says uh, at a Living Legend Super Game, Paintball Extravaganza, Star Wars Celebration, Trade Show, all of the small brands in paintball. Uh, going at it at the same time to yeah. drive up the numbers. So all of the ideas so far are about um, players, how to bring more players, some spectators. But I like Jared Durham's comment. 
he says bring back the penalty box. Yes. Um, yes. And, Shoot the ball and, and, and down. Yes. And 20, 20 balls per second. I don't know if I agree with the 20 balls per second. I do love the penalty box, but if you're going to bring the penalty box, um, I also would like to see sideline coaching only from the sideline, not from the pits and no coaching staff. I love going to see World Cup and you see the stands full of people, but they're all quiet. And the only time they cheer is when something that just happened or, you know, or after the buzzer when the point is good. It's it's like watching a tennis match in Wembley. Everybody, you know, they can't coach, so they can't really do anything. They can't really cheer. But remember when you could, how how much more involved people became and forget the pros because it's always going to have a full stand but think of the divisional fields like division five now you've got parents and grandparents and friends coming to help coach on the sidelines your sidelines now become busy and you get more people to this to to the event itself now they're not unfortunately they're not paying anything they're not paying entry fees or anything like that but still it would it would, it would certainly add to the atmosphere anyways we're just yes. idea people Roger here. Weaver said we mean the dead box Tim Williams said the broadcast needs to be further reaching with live feature on a major platform business sponsors are important which makes the NXL finally put a custom sponsor bunker on the main field someone who understands business finally said something not stupid the new camera video technology was nice but still needs to work of course but like any other sport dry announcers kill it broadcasters need to have some hype while explaining the game so they need to get someone who plays it and understands some form of the audience grabbing so damn dry you need that color commentary guy you do gavin could do that yeah that was his i can (laughs) after the lobotomy it just increased my uh my enthusiasm for the sport before we maybe 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 greg grossman's idea would help gavin out on that go ahead uh he suggests free cocaine (laughs) <laughs> there we go. There you go. Before we gloss over on the TV thing, there has been, we've seen Tom at um, conventions that's, that, that are for selling uh, programs and sports to major labels or le- uh, not labels, but uh, TV networks, networks and yep. streaming services. And he has alluded that there's something he's in, in works of. So Ooh. without getting in, like without knowing anything, I'm... Um, Maybe we'll see something in the next year or two. Tease us some more, Todd. I'm surprised like a like a Bezos hasn't hopped on this with his Prime video doing live coverage because he can easily spin that into buy your crap off of Amazon. Not saying we're going to support Amazon, but yeah. you know why wouldn't they? Um, but like they even invest in some even of that? the car rental companies down there, like Hertz or or Enterprise, could have do a little bit of sponsor because everyone down there rents a car unless you drive. But yeah. most most people that fly in rent a car. Well, just look at Netflix. Okay. Steve Barr gets uh, gets a ding, and Dan and Hardy gets a double the ding. Um, <laughs> uh, Netflix yeah. has taken to having comedians who shoot their own special, yeah. and then bring it to Netflix, and then they pay to have it put on Netflix, and then Netflix pays them back in revenue that they make off the. However, Netflix pays their their people. How awesome would it be? Like, if you go to Amazon, you're allowed to create a merchant store and you're allowed to sell stuff how awesome would it be if they had amazon prime and you were allowed to purchase a spot and put on a show yeah oh i see yeah that's like that might bring like that brings paintball to the masses anywhere anybody could have that pop up on their feed i know bezos's business model is really hurting and so he's looking to retool uh just to generate some income nothing that he touches seems to be 
doing well at all. No. Uh, Wolf Critchlow says the guy who uh, owns the world's largest <laughs> bookstore isn't doing well. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Wolf Critchlow says Bezos thinks it's quote unquote guns, and and he's right. Like I, I think Amazon, you have a hard time finding. I don't. Correct me if I'm wrong. Certainly not in Canada, but I don't believe you could have paintball guns on sale on Amazon. Can you? Probably. I don't know. George Hayes says have a country fair. George Hayes says have a country fair on site the same at the same time. Yeah. Um, Keith Kissel says with all these stars coming in, McDonald's, Burger King, and Pepsi, Coca Cola, we're gonna have lots of lots of stars. We'll be able to buy all kinds of stuff. I want Taco Bell, baby. Um, We We can get Pepsi or Coke, not cola. Unless Keith is meaning have those things at. Um, World Cup because we did have Chick Fil A. They set up a the world's smallest four by four quick shade tent. Um, Will, <laughs> the Will world's White, most sold out Will, four Will, by four. Will, Will Whiteley said the event needs to involve something that promotes bringing families and people who don't play paintball. The industry needs to get get out of its own way. The perspective many people will pay good money to watch events that last three hours and they don't get to play or participate. Take the NFL. Most just don't go to a game to watch watch the gameplay they go for the experience they love the crowds the pyrotechnics the food the side the side games that exist around the arena the halftime show sorry not sorry not the random not random not player isn't just going to drive an hour to watch insert pro player name and play the game about him but it, but co-mingle and, and stage and invite outside entities to educate and involve it's good yeah comment. yeah good old tailgating yeah if uh, you put it on paintball, people will watch it. I mean, let's talk about darts. No disrespect. Let's talk about cornhole. It's on there, and people watch it. You know, and frisbee golf. My Ugh. God, if I have to hear about another frisbee golf thing, like if you put paintball out there, I bet you it will slowly grow some masses. But again, I'm, I, it sounds like things are being worked on. So, uh, Bonchik is asking if we missed thick. Well, it seems yet. Not yet. We've, we're, we're delaying yeah. it cause just because we're in the middle of a conversation. Um, and we wanted to uh, wait for you to be on the show so we could talk about our new hobby horse sponsor. Uh, John Hoffmeister says, honestly, uh, if things weren't so close to the holidays, it'd be easier for folks to travel. Uh, it's held in Florida during peak travel season when costs are pulled out of fly south. Uh, are higher and to get hotels in his opinion. So ship the season, different time of year, and uh, instead of a cal- instead of the calendar. Year, Can I so. maybe disagree with that? Sure. My family is a like we enjoy going to Disney, and we use we usually go the same time as World Cup ish because the parks are quiet. People are new back into school, and the tourist season is low. I always thought it was a quiet time in Florida. I might be wrong. He's probably right. But certainly getting into the winter season would be prime prime time. Uh, somebody uh, added to his, uh, John McLaughlin says, November is cheap in Florida. Okay, there you go. There you go. There you go. Um, and someone else back here, also going back here. Oh, Antonio says, Amazon only has weak paintball markers. That's I call it a gel blaster or knockoff type of that stuff on there. So I didn't see too many paintball guns in Canada, but you could be right as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, peeps boycotting Disney now, says Steven. I remember, <laughs> we again, we say it all the time, but when World Cup was on Disney for at least three years, Joe, right? Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, Just the fact that you're playing paintball at Disney has yeah. a whole new dimension my to it. The problem is I left with the small, world, the small World song stuck in my head on loops, but... <laughs> it is what it is. Um, I got one on here from Danielle. Uh, Zyobron says, a rental field, spectators, if they want to try it out, they can let them try it out. 
And John Hetzelman says, uh, did they not have it this year? They've had it the past years at Cup. How about Cup work on telling people that? Yeah, but a lot of people are traveling. They're, some people aren't going to want to go get all sweaty, run around, play paintball, then go on the rest of their No, but like my whole point is like, why not advertise that? Like, tell people. Yeah. Hey, there's going to be five food trucks. There's going to be tailgating. There's going to be a cornhole competition. Yeah. There's a rental field. There's jelly ball. There's nerf for the so, kids if they want to go. To like, play devil's advocate, and I think you have a valid point, Josh, but to play devil's advocate on the other side of that, is it really the NXL's responsibility to be advertising paintball to the world? Like, they are a legit tournament series. They are for profit because they need to continue. We're kind of putting a lot on their plate saying, hey, it's up to them to get it on TV and it's up to them to do all this. What doesn't necessarily have to be on TV? Like, if you sign up for World Cup or you're a team that's playing in there, I'm assuming they email you some type of information package. Oh, yeah. Why not put it yeah. in there? Yeah. Like, why not send it to our show? Hey, this is the uh, stuff we have this year. We can talk about it. Yeah. Send it to Wolf. Wolf will probably talk about it on his channel. And I'm going to shove content down his throat. But, like, you know, why not send it to local fields or, or local teams? Say, hey, anybody, we're going to go to a cup this year. Anybody wants to come and watch, here's all the things you can do. Yeah. Here's all the things you can participate. Here's all the tech classes you can take. Yeah. Like, let people know. I don't pay attention when I'm down there, but I assume that the NXL sends media packets out to all the local radio stations and all the local news networks we, when, while people are down there. But again, like, you never know. Right? Most like, people that are down there are either retired or there for Gator World. Just put up a Disney. poster at Double World, maybe. We used to, um, when we used to run, have a paintball field, sadly, um, we, when we had NXL, our OPL events, we would call the local news and yeah. they would come and do a, a video segment and play, air it on the news. It was, it was pretty spectacular. You know what? To go on NXL side too, they, they had have, they've had had banners up that says, uh, free paintball and, uh, uh, you know, uh, paintball uh, free admission like big signs up out of the highways i know they had that in texas so i mean i don't know how much that's drawing attention in or not but at least that's something too yeah, i've never actually been to world cup so i don't know mark began but, says you know. hello he's in watching hello Hi, mark. mark paintball friends is mark in florida at the field right now looking around where did everybody go <laughs> Man, still picking up paintballs off the off the ground Oh, I got to know. Mark Mark lives in Florida now, right? He does. I think so, yeah. Do you live at phase one or phase two of Del Boca Vista? Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. I know, I know do the president. Do you drive a Cadillac? <laughs> yeah. And if you don't have one, let me know. I will send you a space pen. <laughs> I was going to just show my pen. And a few episodes of Seinfeld. Sidewinder PB. I know this would mix feelings with the two different sports, but adding Speedsoft to the World Cup also. There's nothing. I mean, okay. Oh. So... People that think that Airsoft is this bastard child, every paintball field that offered Airsoft you, looks at them as a viable customer, it, right? They, like you, you know, it's like snowboarders and skiers. They don't, you know, they they don't like each other, but at the end of the day, the ski hills need them, right? So, yeah. Mark yeah. Mark says he's in Lakeland. Isn't oh, that that's right near there. That's Memphis, Tennessee, isn't it? No, Lakeland, Florida. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought it was fine. I thought that was in Seattle. I'm going to Lakeland, Lakeland, <laughs> Memphis, Tennessee. Oh, I'm going to Google it, find out where he is. We're going to shift gears real quick, ladies and gentlemen, because I have been waiting all show to tell you guys this. Planet Eclipse. From the point man to podium, Planet Eclipse performance, paintball hardware and gear is designed, manufactured, and perfected to operate when the pressure is on or when there is no pressure at all. 
get planet get planet eclipse and uh, check on the world. E.G., the smoke grenade company, has been providing the players, the playmakers, the photographers, and the storytellers with yeah. battlefield brilliance, brilliant colors, and creating wonderfully brilliant tales since 2005. Make sure your next adventure includes E.G. Hashtag pop smoke. Arabs give inflation a whole new meaning. Designed and manufactured and handcrafted in America by Brent Davis and his team, they have stainless steel hardware, thick welded seams, and will keep everybody in play all day. Ladies and gentlemen, get Arabs and stay up at Arabs.com. Ruthless is a versatile crew of industry vets and innovative enthusiasts dedicated to producing not just outstanding products, but also outstanding customer service. Use our very own promo code BTB15 to score 15% off your next order. Exalt, taking accessories and gear to the next level. Get Exalt for next level design, products, and materials. Whether you're a beginner, upgrading, or pro breaking out, get Exalt, which is available worldwide. TLX Technologies are the creators of the TM40 marker and accessories used by some of the best. Light, sleek, and fast, the TM40 only available from DLX. Ride 519. Whether you're riding on pavement, pathway, sand, or gravel, you can blaze your own trail with a one wheel. And before you ride off into the sunset or sunrise, use the promo code BTB10 for 10% off your new ride at ride519.com. <laughs> I like Bonchick's comment. Whispers. Worldwide. Everything is everything bigger in Texas. It is at Tank's Big Man Adventure Park, Houston's one stop for all ages action. Tank hits its targets every time with jelly ball, low impact, and regular paintball, airsoft, and axe throwing. Book your next adventure with the big man. Hashtag get tanks. All right. Okay, thank you so to all of our sponsors. Before we move on, yeah, uh, yeah. I Googled Lakeland, Florida, and the first thing that came up with is a picture of a giant gator. <laughs> nice. oh, yeah. But uh, Lakeland is in Central Florida. Good is, spot. Isn't that where they used to have the tournament? World Cup was in Lakeland, wasn't it, Todd? Where Polk. The, oh, Polk County. Polk County. I think, if, if memory serves, uh, when I was talking to Mark, he said it was about a 45-minute drive from the field. Oh. So Lakeland's not that far far from where a World Cup site was. Uh, it's more commonly referred to as a, by its nickname of Swan City due to its sizable population of swans. Are they indigenous <laughs> to Are you the saying area? they have overweight swans? I don't know. Their punctuation is a little off. But uh, it also says here, Lakeland is the perf- birthplace of Publix. Really? Oh, market chain. Yeah. So anyone in the live chat, I don't know why I've been... Okay. So I hear that Publix has the greatest fried chicken. It's on their hot counter. It's what they're known for. And I know they're a grocery store, but can anybody confirm or deny that? Uh, yeah, but only on Sunday. <laughs> Yeah, I bet you. I bet you. Um, all right, ladies and gentlemen, how about... Um, I have some geography information. One second. Okay. So Lakeland is looks like it's just south of Polk City. Mark, what we're talking about is World Cup used to be held at Fantasy of Flight in Polk City. So you were just southwest of uh, Polk City in Lakeland. There you go. Steve Abar says, no, it's Costco, but I, I John heard that. Tom, uh, John, uh, Philip Thomas, uh, John Marshall agreed. He said it was uh, Costco chicken is the best. Okay, but I'm, I'm okay. I'm talking specifically fried chicken is what fried I'm. Chi- not, not rotisserie. To the point where I nearly wanted to go to a Publix to try it, but I never got a chance to. Oh, uh, no. Unless, unless they have fried chicken at Costco in the States. Like, Rob they only Barnett. have chicken wings and chicken fingers up here. Rob Barnett, yes, Public has some really good fried chicken. All right. We're going to try it out. All right. Thank you, Rob. 
All right, case closed. I don't need any more people responding. Rob oh, Barnett has hungry. spoken. <laughs> um, how would you guys like to play a little Prices Right tonight? Just Joe and I on strike. <laughs> All right, how about a uh, a lot of view loader twelve volt hoppers? Oh, uh, that there's a plethora. Wow, they look. Terribly rough, but yeah. you know they're going to work. Seven. The green one is missing its this, feed stack. Yeah, feed stack's gone. <laughs> Throw it in the lot. It'll still work, though. Can't kick that off. It's already off. It's true. It's been galvanized. That's a soccer ball. And some minor parts in the right there. I also don't trust a guy with uh, glue on carpet squares. Did he take this at a hotel? I thought that's bamboo. No. No, no that's carpet. carpet. Yeah. George Hayes says 85 bucks. Philip Thomas John Marshall, 20 bucks. Um, question. Yes. The one that has a die sticker on it? Yep. Yep. What's sticking on the back? Another Talking bag. timer, buddy. Is yeah. that what that is? I, I would suspect so. I, I would disagree. I, I think, think it's, it's another tw- battery. I think it's a 9-volt adapter. Really? I think Joe's okay. right. I think it's another because yeah. the talking timer was was a little bit thinner and it was a little prettier. That's like just a blunt. I think that's another 9-volt stuck in there. It was Can a, you it's enhance an that without shutting the show down? Uh, I hope not, but I will try. Enhance. Enhance. Yeah, that's a battery thing. Yeah. All right. Because Gavin, you're right, but like it could have been, but it's. It, I think it was a little narrow. I don't a little think excited the nine there. volt adapters look like Joshua that. Joshua Estrada, sixty nine dollars, hmm. hundred seventy for Dannon. John Jones, seventy bucks. Why Dannon, would John Jones be? I, I wouldn't expect him to be bidding. I think he'd be sitting there drooling about chicken <laughs> discussion we just had. Rob Barnett <laughs> says eighty five. Keith Kissel, seventy. California money. There we go. I don't think John Jones likes his chicken fried. I think, I think he, it's like a raw. <laughs> maybe he likes medium it rare. <laughs> um, yeah, Gavin, let's start with you since you won last time. I'm uh, getting a little crazy here. I'm going to say not ludicrous. I'm going quite the opposite. <laughs> I'm saying forty-five dollars for the lot. Say with Jacob in the YouTube chat. Mike Thompson said two fifty. <sighs> Mike Thompson's got that that star money. Paul <laughs> Paul Bull one thirty-five. Tuzzy's from New York State is passing. Who's up next? Joe, what are you thinking? Uh, 118. Okay. Oh, I, what did Gavin say? 45 bucks. Like something stupid low. Yeah, I'm going to go. I, well, Jab Orton in the live chat says 60 firm. I was going to say <laughs> six, six, 65 soft. 65 I soft. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Another one of those evenings, is it? Uh, Jacob Palmino in the YouTube chat. It says 40 for books. Yeah, buddy. Nice. You just had a Todd, by the way. Uh, I didn't think you were on YouTube. Mark Pagan, yeah. 110. <laughs> oh. All right. This sold for 70 bucks. Woo. Who got it? Oh, Josh. Josh. Right? Yeah. All right. Good job, Josh. Um, I'm on that rev train. This is, this is something uh, I don't understand. But Hormesis okay. Headbands. Brand new lot of 11. So you get 11 Hormesis headbands. Yeah. So, Josh, think about it. You have 11 headbands, so that's at least $11. Yeah, but it's got that name attached to it. Um, I'm waiting for you guys to bid in the live chat. George Hayes says 1000 bucks. Keeping in mind there's 11 of them there. He's probably not wrong, but again, I don't... 
I can't. I gotta be careful what I say because you guys get bitter. And oh, Todd was leading us in the. <laughs> Dylan says twenty five hundred. Jav says fifteen hundred firm. Firm. Yeah. Street price or the inflated price? Thousand bucks says Bond Chick for the headbands. Did you read? And you know Bond Chick is hurting after buying that uh, that Tiger Stripe. Paul Bull twelve fifty one Mitchell eighteen hundred Philip Thomas John Marshall fifty six bucks John Jones twelve hundred. There's some. Can we just call him PTJM? PTJM. Jacob Palomino eleven hundred for the headbands. Mike Thompson twenty five hundred. Shit. Roger Weber, 1700 Steve Abar, 2500 all, all I'm hearing is Joe Kimson's stall tactic oh, right now. Is it my turn? <laughs> no, it's Josh's stall. smell the wheels turning from <laughs> yeah. over this side of the table. Yeah, um, yeah I don't. I honestly don't know. I, my first inclination was to say like 110 but I... I did this like three weeks ago, so I have no idea, no recollection. I just remember them being... Well, they're Hormesis headbands, so like none of these are surprising to me. Uh, I'd uh, six fifty. All right, ja, Gavin, what are you thinking? Fifteen hundred. Okay, Joe. Twelve fifty. Matt, I'm going to throw it over to you. Take a wild guess. I know you're not. What would you do for something like this? Well, what do you think, no, it's, what do you worth? think it's worth? A couple of dollars. Uh, hundred bucks each. Let's say eleven hundred. So Matt saying eleven hundred bucks. Same with Jacob. Jacob there. Okay, so this sold for twelve hundred. Damn, I overbid. Wow. Yeah, I didn't. But that makes sense if you think they're a hundred dollars each, and then you give a little extra bid. I guess. Who won it? Yeah. What did you? What did you say? Six fifty. What did I say? Twelve hundred. <laughs> what was the answer? Twelve. Twelve. You overbid by fifty dollars. No. <laughs> yeah, that baseball cap's gonna look mighty fine <laughs> on Josh's head. Uh, what about this vintage paintball newspaper magazine, nineteen ninety eight? Oh, the family was a lot. I would of pay two fifty for that mustache. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's the family, right in the middle, Keely Watson. Oh, yeah. So what do you think? They're in pretty rough shape, but they are a piece of paintball history. 1998. Josh. 25 bucks. 25 bucks. PTJM says 459. Rob Lennon, 25. What do you think, Gavin? I think cool to look at. Not much value. 10 bucks. 10 bucks. Joe? You're probably. $12. Sold for $40. I, I would have been more where you are, Gavin. Um, I think those that we're collecting probably already have them. Um, all right. Could you buy that in chapters at the time? Do you remember? I don't think so. I don't, no, I don't, I don't, I don't remember that one. In 1998, chapters? was there chapters in 1998? Oh, yes. maybe not. Was there? Yeah. Where did we buy our magazines? Yeah, I guess I it would have been. chapters. Yeah, you're right. Splat magazine. Yeah. Action Pursuit. Not your girly magazines. No, but you used that to was be a corner store. You, <laughs> you used to be able to get Maxim magazine from the UK. Ah, uh, yeah. Ch- at chapters. Yeah. yeah. It was a little racier, which no wonder people spend their time in a ditch. Yeah. Significantly more Remember, topless. When was the last time you went and got your hair cut and was offered a magazine? Or went to the doctor's office and 
had a magazine. <laughs> it's been a long time, but that I, used uh, to be the thing, right? I found this new dentist. Yes. It's adults only. <laughs> and the magazines are... It's very relaxing. <laughs> I go two hours before my appointment. <laughs> That's nice. USA JT paintball mask. Get a paintball mask, a JT t-shirt. I don't know what that is right there. Um, a strap on. That's a strap. A strap, a barrel sock, but I don't know what the other thing is. Oh. Maybe it's a beanie. Maybe maybe Matt's right. Goggle white? Oh, it's a fanny pack. <gasps> I see zippers. No. Yeah. What are you guys thinking here? You get the whole thing. The whole shebang? Is that new? But what is that? It's like a shirt. Maybe it's a bag. All right. Matt's right. He thinks it's grommets for the mask. He's probably right. <laughs> yeah, that would make the most sense. chin strap? All right. Well, let's get bidden. Who? Bidden. Where are we at with score-wise, Matt? With three. All right, guys. Let's go. Zuby, you bid first. 350. 350. Says Mike Thompson as well. Jo- uh, Gavin? 250. 250. Um, two eighty. Sold for two seventy five. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Nice. Joe off by five bucks. The story of his night tonight. That's awful. All right, Whatever. let's do one quick more. It's a pure Murica package. Just to see if we can get. Um, all right, JT Revolution paintball loader olive. Oh, nice. Oh, that's nice. Is that a nine volt or twelve? Uh, no, it would have to be twelve. It's 16. also new. Oh, it's one of those new new plasticky ones. But. Yeah. Hey, I've got one of the new ones. They're fantastic. Yeah. All right, Gavin. Like there's nothing wrong. All right, for that bad boy, I'm gonna say sixty bucks. Joe. Fifty-two. Okay. Josh. What? Sorry. What did Gavin say? Sixty, which is a little high, I think. But uh, I'm gonna say forty-five then. Okay. Um, Does I that will- look wrong to you? John Jones says 50 pounds. That's no. right. The the feed neck there, the no, little... No, it's got the eye in it. No, that's what it is. Um, I have to say, you know what I like most about the fact that okay. these hoppers came back? What? Is the satisfying click when you turn it on. Oh, the... Yeah. The little toggle switch that... I love yeah. that. At least with the egg, they don't have it... Expo- they, they have it fully exposed. This one, they've got a little bit of a, of a, of a wall there. Yeah. All right, all bids in. Yep. Yep. This sold for fifty bucks. Yeah, damn. Who got it? Zuby, but Joe bid fifty-two dollars. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. All right. Guess who's the uh, winner of the Finley Force? <gasps> nice. Oh, very nice. nice. Congratulations, Joshua. I'm yeah. gonna wear it every night to rub it in. And next week up for grab for prices right, we have uh, JT Sticker Sheet. Stickers. Sticker sheet. Stickers. Yeah, yeah. Vintage? Uh, I would say not vintage. I would say... It's a reproduction. This is a repo. A repo, because that's an old JT sticker, the bottom one. Yeah. But I would say these are brand new, for sure. 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, here's what we're going to do. If you guys are watching us on the YouTubes, uh, don't go anywhere. We're going to be right back. If you guys are watching us on Facebook, we're going to say farewell to you, and we're going to keep recording for our podcast. So if you're listening on our podcast, don't go anywhere. I want to thank everyone who donated stars tonight. I know it was a bit of a, you know, of a bit of a pressure situation. You guys were outbidding each other, but we do appreciate it. That does go to a good cause. Um, it does kind of keep our equipment going. So thank you so much. Thank you to uh, Gavin and Joe and Josh for being on the show. Thank you for Matt for Thanks being for back. Yes, Thanks, everyone, for tuning in tonight and watching and tolerating us. And we'll um, try to put together another uh, decent <laughs> show for next week. So what he's saying is we'll try. We'll try. Hashtag, try. hashtag we'll try. Hashtag we'll try. Bold promise. Yeah. Don't be a freeloader. If you liked what you hear, make sure to hit the share button below. Also follow us on our social media outlets like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, ICQ, and now MySpace. If you want to join the conversation, post your comments and we might read them on the show. Search engine. Yes. On Facebook, it only shows you... Josh was just professing how he's enjoying shopping on eBay. But if you shop on Facebook, you, you put something in, it only looks within, like, let's Whatever say you have 50 area. miles of where you are. You can set the parameters. And and even still, like, I would rather know, but then I would rather know if I'm buying a widget, there's a guy in Vancouver that has it, like, on the other side of the country, but I can still buy it and he'll ship it. Like, yeah, you know, Facebook's great if you want to buy something locally and go drive and get it, but. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I don't know. I've been I, selling, and I hate Facebook Marketplace. It's going to be always, more tire kickers than anything else. It's <sighs> always the same. Hey, I've got this black T-shirt for sale, size large. What size is it? Yeah. you. Or is this still available? Right. And then it's just ghosting. Yes. I, I, I hate it. Um, or, you know, you have something that's $200, and someone goes, would you take $30 for it? <laughs> I'm going to have to take from uh, one of our viewers tonight and start putting firm in all, all of my right. prices. Yeah, I'll take $30 cash with a $175 gift card for the grocery store. Steve Abar got excited. Vancouver, Washington? <laughs> Do you know that the inside of this tactical barrel has an O-ring inside here to prevent your ball? It's almost like a detente. For rolling out, yeah. Did you know that? Did you I feel did not it? That, no. I was putting my finger inside to feel it, and there's... And there's like an O-ring inside here, which would be like a detente to prevent your ball from rolling. Unless, oh no, it's because the shaft. Careful put your yeah. finger in there, man. We don't have time oh, to go to the yard. because the shaft time. goes all the way up. I got it. Because we're cutting your finger off. We're not cutting that barrel. <laughs> That's fine. I'll put this away now. And then Todd's going to be. <laughs> I can see that. Leds, can you send us a new one? This one has Joe's finger in it. <laughs> we can't get Joe's finger out of the barrel. <laughs> but we're negotiating with a surgeon. Save the barrel. Save the barrel. <laughs> Whatever and you my do, finger. save the barrel. We broke Thanks. two red squeegees trying to poke it out. That's my biggest fear of wearing any rings. Yeah. Is like I've had my hands slammed in like doors or like hit with a hammer or stuff like that, like real men stuff. And I, I just I fear that it would just Mine, okay. If I wore a ring, I make it another wife, and it that ain't happening. Uh, yeah. Okay. So when I bought my wedding band, I I bought a, a Sterling silver wedding band for two reasons. One, it's non-ferrous, so if I was at work, I didn't have to worry about zapping myself. And two, if it does get crushed, it's easy to cut. 
I thought you'd be a silicone ring guy. So you'd have one of your fancy one for going out, but then at yeah. work you have a silicone. I had one of those, and the amount of shit it got stuck on. Oh, okay. It just pissed me. Like you can't even slide your hand in your pocket without it flipping uh, yeah, over. Yeah, be rubbery. Guy. And then it would go all white, and I just. I what if you just kept it lubricated? Then it wouldn't be so tacky. <laughs> well, people yeah. kept asking me why I was licking my finger. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you have to carry your own little lube in your in, on your belt. Yeah. I think that's Small money I wish I extreme rage loops. <laughs> that's money Spend I wish I never times. would have spent is I do own a wedding ring and it's a nice one. I just never wear it. Mine's tungsten. <laughs> <laughs> Did you buy it in French? French, French, I, got my, French I got my tungsten, tungsten ring yeah. in French. Yeah. Like I think mine was thirty five bucks. Good for Maybe. you. Yeah. Good for you. I should take mine and get mine pond. I like it. That's okay. Would you get anything for that? Like, what's the pawn market I like these no days? I have no idea. Yeah. And jewelry is such the biggest ha- stupid thing. You go there and it's, you know, you're, you're like, I, I designed the ring and I, I picked a diamond and the lady showed me all these diamonds and she's like, well, this one is X amount and this one's X amount. Well, how does that little freaking thing worth $5,000? Let's say the, the just yep. the diamond itself. How? Well, yeah. if you look in the thing. It's got the children's blood in it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but if you look inside the microscope, you can see there's no inclusions or very little inclusions, and it's not as yellow. Like, come on. Uh, whatever. I, and then you go to resell it, and it's not worth 5000 anymore. Now it's worth $200. I, I, I don't know. I, I, yeah, they're it, like, well, it's I'll like give you buying a, art. I'll give you five bucks for the gold plating on the ring, and I'll give you thirty for the diamonds. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. but yeah. thirty-five hundred for this. Like, do you think diamonds hold value like gold and silver does? I don't know. I, Only if you're a merchant reselling them. If you're a guy, like, if you buy that ring to hold the value of it, and you tried selling a ring like ten years from now, there's no way you get remotely close to what you bought it. For. So there was a great, um, not podcast, but it's like a. Um, Audio documentary documentary (laughs) regarding rings, right? Uh, And the the bear's market in terms of the art of persuasion and how they shifted the whole um, idea of what engagement presents were. Normally they were minks, vehicles, houses, trips around the world. And all of a sudden they started their marketing and everybody had to go with this engagement ring. And and even even still before bears, there wasn't really much engagement presents, right? Like it was usually for the wealthy. Now with De Beers or whatever doing that now it opened it up that all classes could get some sort and of people a, buy into that yeah yeah isn't that like a song isn't that like from Saturday Night Live De Bear oh it's De Bears not De Bears De Bears yeah that's all about Chicago yes I came across a reel yesterday was of sweaty balls nice Saturday Night Live it's that time of year again right so did you see the doorbell camera footage going around of the uh couple that did the mom in Stuart from Mad oh, TV. Oh, yeah, 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 for Halloween. Stuart, get up to the door. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> I had a good howl at that one. That's for a while. great. I miss Mad TV more than I miss yeah. Saturday Night Live, being honest. Uh, early Saturday Night Live was fantastic, and then it got really, really good. What? I don't know if it's yeah. on the cusp now. I've, I've cut a couple of episodes. Some of them are Chris, yeah. Chris Farley ran into some issues where his heart stopped working, and yeah. then Saturday Night Live went down. I, I don't get late night TV like... What, like are people actually staying up? No, like no one's staying up anymore to watch I, that I, sort of I stuff. I think so. Like, I think they are. I think people really? still do. Yeah. I, I don't mind watching like if I see it on my timeline, like a a quick clip, like a reel or something, like stuff that. like that. Then absolutely, I'll I'll check it out. But uh, like none of these late night shows, like Jimmy Fallon or any of these shows, hold any sort of interest. Carson, maybe back when you only had a couple dials or channels on your dial, but I don't know. With everything on demand now, why? And 
my daughter and my wife and I were watching TV the other day. We were both looking forward to, we had an exhausting day. We just wanted to sit on the couch and we were going to put on some TV and watch a show. We were both looking, well, all three of us were looking forward to. And both of them were on their phone the entire time. Like, yeah, yeah. So now, like, who's even watching anymore? I watch family. I watch TV with the family the exact same way. Like, yeah. It's background noise. They want me to spend time with them. And I'm like, I'm yeah. on my phone. And I'm yeah. like reading yeah. news. And- yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. All right. Well, we should probably, probably, probably. Yeah. Yeah. I got to go home and play the Simpsons game on my phone. Ignore my family. <laughs> there you go. I got to take the garbage out. And not only is it garbage night tonight, but it's garbage in the snow night tonight. We're getting oh, some yeah, snow. Oh, yeah, yeah. So. It's it's cold, cold, though. Man. It's, it tomorrow's going to be a high of minus three. Ew. Fantastic. We're supposed to get five to ten centimeters possibly tonight. Yeah. That's we'll what see. she said. We'll see. All if right. She's lucky. <laughs> Congratulations this week to uh, tonight's winner, Josh Zubizabrikas, for Price is Right. Thank you very much. <laughs> thank you for being on the show. No, thank you for having me. And uh, Joe Kimson from Flaggers Paintball. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in tonight, and we hope to see you next week. Pew, pew. And Garvin Sharma. Great to be here, folks. Uh, thank you for supporting Movember. Reach out to a Mobro or Mosis. Uh, support the international initiative for keeping men alive longer. Thanks for joining us, folks.